Today, I'm going to be talking about studio drama. Now, there are things that are in your control and things that are out of your control. Everything from parents, (laughs) clients, um, stage mums, you know, dance mums, through to things going wrong on show week and technical issues and all that jazz. We're going to be talking about that and I'm going to talk about how I overcome it and what's happening right now in my business, which has freaked me out. (laughs) But I have to remain calm and I just have to go, right, how can I solve this problem? Let me tell you what that is after the intro. Let's do it. Hey there, I'm Josephine Lancuba and you're listening to Business Arts and All That Jazz. I've been immersed in the creative business world and performing arts industry for over 20 years. I know from experience that being an artist, a creative or running a creative business can be a tough gig, but I'm here to tell you it's possible. I went from having zero dollars to my name and living below the poverty line to then living paycheck to paycheck, to finally living a life of comfort, happiness, passion, and even stability. In this podcast, I peel back the curtain and share with you the ups and downs of my journey. Plus, I tap into the minds of creative industry experts to discover their paths to success. I know you have a spark inside of you, that little voice that tells you to reach for the stars. I want to help you step into your limelight to have the courage to live a life you dream of, a life that you design. So get ready to be entertained and inspired as we talk business, arts, and all that jazz. Hi, it's Josephine here, your performing arts business strategist and coach. And today I'm going to be talking about overcoming studio drama. And again, like I said in that little intro take, you know, whether it be in your control or out of your control. Now, firstly, I'm going to talk about (laughs) things that are in your control. Um, and later in, later in this session, actually, I'll talk about something that's totally out of my control that's happening to me now and has freaked me out this morning. (laughs) And I just wanted to share. I wanted to share. Okay. Maybe this is a vent show. This is my vent episode. Um, but we all have those moments where we need to do that. Right. So anyway, so I digress. Um, So in your control is your culture and the people you accept in your space. Now I have had, I've had all sorts of people walk through the doors of my studio. Some are, well, most are lovely. And a couple of times you get people that are, that are a bit, a little bit crazy, (laughs) a little bit crazy. They love their kids. They certainly do. Um, but they go a little bit far sometimes with the expectations of what you're providing. Now, I am very strict on my studio culture. Um, we have it in our immutable laws, actually. So we have uh, seven immutable laws, which are essentially our core values. And this is something that I live by and I also share and train my staff in so that we're all abiding by the same seven core values, which again are the laws of the land and not just for business, but for life. <laughs> really. Um, I print them up. I have them in my office and I, and I print a copy for all of my coaches and team. And I encourage them to pop them up in their homes or office, wherever they are to make sure that they're being reminded of it. One of those laws is no toxic people allowed. Now that may sound very harsh, but 
honestly, we have had, when I first started many years ago now, um, we would have what is known in the industry as, you know, dance mums or stage mums. Um, we used to have clients like that and it was so toxic to the environment and it wasn't the sort of space that I wanted to facilitate. So I made a point of changing the culture and it started with team. We had people in our team that were just not in line with my core values. Um, there was toxicity, the way they treated children, the way they treated each other, the way they talked about fellow team members was so toxic that I just said enough's enough. And I made a conscious decision to remove those people from my team and find better. And it's not about finding better people because it's not that they were bad people. They just, maybe they were going through a bad patch or whatever. And they were, you know, externalizing the way they felt about themselves inside or whatever. But regardless, it wasn't for me. So I, the first thing I did was replace team. Since replacing those team members that were causing the toxicity and, you know, whether that meant they were talking badly about me to parents, which is so bad, you know, or they were talking about each other or talking about children or talking about students or creating that environment, um, yeah, they were gone. So I had about three coaches actually. One was just generally late all the time <laughs> and thought she was a bit cool, too cool for school to be there. Um, amazing, amazing artist, just not a great teacher. And so I'm like, yep, this isn't for you. Um, and I, I replaced them. Another one of them just didn't, uh, had a very old school approach in the sense of how they treated kids. It was a little bit militant and very disciplinary. And no matter what conversation I had to try and change and alter their teaching habits, it was just not who they were. And they just weren't aligned with what I wanted for my studio. So again, replaced them, moved on. And then the third coach, I'll never forget, um, spoke so badly about me to parents and I didn't know about it um, until it came to show week. And the toxicity that she'd built up over the months of her teaching these students and talking to these parents privately in the hallways about how terrible I was, apparently. Mind you, I'm not terrible. <laughs> she was just compensating for the fact that she didn't have the skills and the experience to deliver um, a high quality finish, which was the production numbers, um, which I later discovered. Um and so, you know, she was sort of passing the buck to the administration and the team and the head office. Um, anyway, the point being that caused extreme problems on show week with parents coming up to me and essentially abusing me in person it was the worst experience of my life. That was quite a few years ago now. Um, that was the worst experience of my life in the sense of um, professional a professional experience having being literally verbally abused at show week by parents. Um, it's never happened since and it will never happen again. And I nip it in the bud. I nip it in the bud immediately now whenever I have toxicity in the space or I, I pick up on it, I nip it in the bud and I remove them. How do I do that? I created my immutable laws and core values list. I trained that in my staff. I provided them with copies. I remind them when they slip 
of our immutable laws. We talk about culture. We have full training days now. The training is not just about the do's and don'ts and the the ins and outs of how to produce a good quality class. It's about the culture. So we actually have like a couple of hours on just culture training for new staff. It's so important. Um, If a parent is becoming problematic, uh, we really have a zero tolerance. So if they do something like, for example, I had a parent uh, in front of another child um, say, I can't believe you gave that child a role. It was for a musical, um, musical production. I can't believe you gave them that role when my child was much better than them. And I, you know, you've made a mistake. You've made an absolute mistake in the casting. This was in front of a 10 year old child in front of a group of kids as well. And the child that actually got the role, she completely diminished what was being received. She just, really ruined the experience of that casting day for the child. Um, And it wasn't in line with my core values. And so we sent a very polite email letting them know that unfortunately they weren't in line with our code um, and that uh, we think that they would be better served at a different space. And they never came back and we were cool with that. (laughs) Like I think sometimes studio owners hang on to to toxic people for way too long. You can see it a lot in competition teams, particular parents, you know who they are. Put your hand up now if you've got someone in the space that is just spoiling, spoiling it for you and for others. If you've had a conversation to try and resolve the issue, like maybe you've thought, look, it's not bad enough to just remove them. I will have a conversation and try and, rem- and try and remedy this situation. If you've done that and they're continuing bad behavior or just general behavior that's not in line with your core values, then you need to let them go. You might say, oh, but I can't afford to lose them. They're up front and center of all my routines. They're, they're the, the golden child. They pay us, you know, a thousand dollars a month in tuition. But guess what? You're going to lose students. You're going to lose other families because of that one person. The flow-on effect of toxicity is crazy. It's just not worth it, yeah? Avoid the drama. If you can remove the drama, not only will you benefit because you'll be more peaceful and more zen (laughs) with your own self and business, your clients will be happier, honestly, they will be so much happier. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. Like, I think if you can identify what your core values are, then make sure that you share them and share them with your clients too, but also embody them. So if your, if your coaches and team are all on board with your core values, they need to embody the core values. It needs to be in your brand messaging. It needs to be in everything you do. If you can do that, then you will have a happier space. And I think, honestly, that this is drama that is in your control. This is in your control because even though you can't control the initial um, reactive behaviour from people or bad behaviour or whatever from others, you can control the outcome by removing them. So if you feel that it's worth doing, trying to remedy the situation, do that first if you think that. But if they've really stepped over the line and and just cross the line that you are over and done with, don't feel bad to remove them, okay? 
because that is in your control. That part, the solution is in your control. As hard as it may be, I know it's so hard. It's so hard to tell people that you don't like them anymore. (laughs) I don't like you. Can you go away now? Because this is kind of like my business. This is my business, okay? Not yours. And if you're not happy with what we do here, then find someone else. That's fine. Yeah, that's totally fine. (sighs) Next, things out of your control. Now, this is what I wanted to get to, and it's a. am going to try and make this a bit of a quick episode today because I am in show week for the Adams Family, our senior production. Um, so that's our 13 years plus students, and they're going in for the Adams Family show week this weekend. Ah, and guess what? I got an email less than an hour ago from the theatre letting me know that they're having staffing issues as we all are, staffing issues. And unfortunately, the two technicians, sound and lighting technicians booked for our event, are sick. One's in hospital with the flu and the other one has COVID. And even though they feel okay and whatnot, they're in isolation until the day after our show finishes. (laughs) Ah, isn't that fun? They've tried and tried to find new techs. They're they're putting the feelers out to everyone they can, the theatre, but they're struggling at the moment for staffing, like all businesses, like a lot of businesses are struggling. So um, the show is in two days and, and like, by the time you listen to this, I'm really hoping this is resolved and and an X issue. But, yeah, I don't have a technician. (laughs) Now, now anyone that knows the difference between a dance concert versus a musical theatre production, um, you'll know that it's a very different type of show. So if it was a dance concert, honestly, and they just showed me how to switch on the thing, I would, and there's no singing and no whatever and no light show, if I could just do a whitewash and literally press play on tracks and have people come on and off, I would do that. Would it be as amazing with a technician? No, but I could run the show. But with musical theatre, there are there are like 10 actors on stage at any one time that are singing and, and giving dialogue and all the things. If I can't give sound to these people, the audience will literally not hear them. Now, these are headsets. These aren't handhelds. These are wireless headsets and they must be tuned together. It's a whole technical process. You need a proper sound technician. Now, I can get away with lighting. Yes, it won't be as amazing as the usual light show we do for our musical theatre shows, but the guy at the theatre says, look, I can run the lighting if you need. I can put, I can set basic lighting, lights up, lights down, blackout, spotlight. He said, I can do that much. I'm like, great. We will go to that if we need to. But he said, but I am not skilled enough. This is the guy at the theatre. Bless him, he's doing his best. I am not skilled enough to actually run what you need sound-wise. You need a proper sound technician. (sighs) Oh, my goodness. So, anyway, I got the news an hour ago. Show's in two days. I'm here on this podcast because I believe in consistency and I wanted to make sure I provided an episode, as I always do every single week, And I guess, you know, that's one of my immutable laws, by the way, that all of my team gets as well. Be consistent in a good way. 
consistency has been my key to success as, and persistence, consistency and persistence. So I, I am here doing this episode, even though I just got that news an hour ago, um, because I believe in consistency. So my, my goal here is to let you know that things happen. Bad things happen to good people. <laughs> It's no one's fault that they had two technicians and two of them are out sick, one with COVID. I mean, who who can predict for that? Who can say both of them would be out? Like, yes, one, maybe, but two, that's just really bad luck. And so I am now going to come off this podcast recording and I'm going to work my butt off. I'm going to message every single sound technician I've ever worked with in the last 10 years. I probably have anywhere from five to 10 sitting in my phone and I'm going to try and replace them. I am going to sort of not make this a drama. This is what this episode's about, the drama that happens in your space. And this can happen like, you know, when your costumes don't arrive in time for show week, you can make it a big drama or you can say, right, This is my reality. I can cry about it. I can sit here and scream at everyone with no resolve. I can make this a drama or I can go into solution mode and say, okay, this is my reality. What am I going to do about it? So my first step is for the sound guy situation is I am literally just going to jump on and call every single person that I can. That's it. It's all I can do. And um, I'm going to put it in message boards on Facebook in like groups. I'm going to, I'm going to message my team and see if they know anyone. And we're just going to do our best. Surely someone is available in this universe. I've even gone as far as like, I know a guy in Melbourne and maybe I need to fly him in on an urgent flight and accommodate him for two days to be here for show week. Like who's going to be available though? in two days, somebody, right, in this planet, okay? By the way, this show is released on Wednesday tomorrow. I'm recording this Tuesday the day before because I'm doing an impromptu episode. If you're listening and you've got a sound guy (laughs) that lives in Sydney, then DM me on Instagram, Josephine Lynn Cuba, DM me and let me know their details because the show is on Friday, the the technical rehearsals on Friday. So I'll still have a day gap. Okay. (laughs) And just DM me anyway, if you've got tech people that, you know, it's great for my, um, you know, no matter when you're listening to this, like, please DM me, send me a message. And it's always great for us to build our, um, you know, our contractor list. I'd love you forever. (laughs) Let's help each other. Community over competition, I say. Anyway, look, eliminate the drama. How do you eliminate the drama? It's simple. You must have your core values in place. You must share those core values with the people around you. You must follow through. When something goes wrong, whether it be in your control or out of your control, all you can do is accept what is happening to you and move into the solution mode. Perhaps the solution is that you provide something lesser than you normally would. For example, costumes don't arrive. Okay, so what are you going to do about it? You're going to go and you're going to buy replacement costumes or borrow them or hire them. Maybe they're not as great. Maybe some of the people on stage don't match exactly to others. 
but that's the way it's going to go down. If you've got toxic people in space or if it's people related, nip it in the bud. Don't wait. Don't wait like I did a few years ago and until it got so bad that the toxicity was overwhelming. I don't have that now. My, I've got a beautiful culture and a beautiful community in space, but that took work and time. So that would be my advice. All right, everybody, I'm off. I'm going to resolve my problems. <laughs> I'm going to resolve my problem um, and remove the drama. It's not drama. It's just stuff you got to deal with. That's the way it goes, especially with live events. Oh, my goodness. Things go wrong. But as long as you step into solution mode, um, everything will be okay. And maybe that's a little note to self there, but everything is going to be okay. All right, beautiful people. I've got to run. It's a massive week. Thank you. And um, yeah, I'll see you next week. Uh, and again, guys, check me out on Instagram. You know, if you have any comments on this episode or you want to share one of your dramas <laughs> and let's have a chat, DM me on Instagram. I'd love that. That's my, that's my socials of poison at the moment. So yeah. Bye everyone. Have a beautiful day. If you enjoyed listening and would like to hear more, be sure to click subscribe. If you're really feeling the love, share us with your friends. To work with me or to simply find out more about the magic of creativity, arts and business, head to my website, josephinelancuba.com and you can find me on socials. I also have a book that I've co-written with a bunch of amazing entrepreneurial women called The Women Changing the World and you can grab a copy of that at josephinelancuba.com forward slash books. Thanks for listening.